0: There are hundreds of amazing people in the TEDx universe, and we talk to a lot of them. If this is your first time to the show. Welcome. We produce hacking the red circle every week. You'll want to subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Now, on with the show. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to the show. I am I am thrilled uh, uh, to have this conversation just a few days before his TEDx. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to Mark Wynn, who's the curator at TEDx St. Peterport in Guernsey, a little island in the uh, English channel. Mark, welcome to the show.
1: Hi. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Well, so we're recording this on the 2nd of May and your show is on the 5th of May. And, uh, when I, when I saw that in the calendar, I was like, hold it. How does this guy have time? But. You said, "Hey, if I can do 35 minutes," and I, I liked you. You said uh, the Pareto principle, which is the 80 20 rule. Is you're going to get 80 percent of it right anyway, whether you're there or not. Right?
1: <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I'm am a big believer in uh, you know, what's the least to achieve the most, um, and uh, we we apply a lot of that thinking to the way we do TEDx and um, to the way we um, uh, to we operate as kind of community change makers in general.
0: What is your what was your TED journey like? What was your first taste of TED?
1: Uh, I think it was uh, my first ever introduction that I can remember um, of TED was probably Sir Ken Robinson's talk on you know why schools kill creativity, um, and I, I think I burst into tears um, no when I <laughs> when I first heard that talk because it really did. Uh, I, you know, I forgave myself uh, for kind of a school experience that, that, you know, where everyone said I was lazy, I was all X, Y, Z, you know, and uh, if you tried harder, but, you know, ultimately I was brought out of my mind. And, um, I, I thought for a long time that it was me, but um, I understood from watching that talk that it was systemic and, and actually it drove me to do a lot of what I do today.
0: That's interesting. So so that talk came out in two thousand and six. So you saw it somewhere around that time frame. And mm-hmm. then you you saw that one and then you probably gobbled up uh the other seven that were out because there were only eight in the very beginning. How was it <laughs> I, that- think I, I think hmm. I
1: came a bit later later than later than that <laughs> to the to the whole Ted scene. But um yeah. Uh it, yeah, I think it was just something that gradually cre- crept into my life and um and then um As I started to want want to become a change maker in my community, then uh, it seemed like a great platform and mechanism to to be able to create create make magic happen.
0: Had you gone to a TEDx or how did you hear about TEDx? And I mean, because you're you're in this on this island, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, we have the internet, so uh, I've heard that uh, (laughs) and and running water. Electricity and all these kind of great things. It, it does get out to the islands. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I have no idea, to be honest, how I found out about TEDx, but I think I, I gradually became an observer. I saw that um, you know people like Brené Brown's talk were, were for a more localized event, and, um, and I, I don't know. I think I must have you know spent too much time online googling around one time, and um, and then uh, you know with my You know, I'd never been to a TEDx event um, when we decided to do an event in my community. So I had no idea really. How long ago
0: was that? What was your first one?
1: uh, Well, the the original coffee where my um, co-organizer, co-creator, co-mischief maker and I um, was uh, four years ago in May. And we basically, two of us, I think it was only the first time we'd had a proper conversation. And I had this said, Look, I want to make Guernsey the best place to live on Earth. Um, and um, I, I think we should, um, you know, I'd love to do an event to kick it off. And, and he happened to be from an event producing background. That's what he does for a living. And I happened to go around the world and meet interesting people. Um, and I said, well, let's do a TEDx and ask the question, mm. TEDx, how do we make going the best place to live on Earth? Um, invite a load of people, invite the first hundred people in an audience and and just see what happens. Um, and that was – the TEDx was three years ago, and now we're into our fourth, our fourth TEDx um, at the end of this week. And it really has kind of birthed the national movement of social innovation and social creativity, and we've actually – in some ways, tipped the direction of the whole nation as a result of holding that event.
0: Well, so I, I, I love that idea that uh, these two guys come together, decide to do this TEDx, ask this big question, and now three years later you're seeing movement at the national level. What was your first indication of that when you went, hold it, we're, we're moving the needle? Yeah, I
1: mean, um, uh, kind of the bit that I I, I felt that, i mean there's lots of different things i mean the people in the first room of, of tedx what they were starting to do as a result of being there you know i knew from a moment from the moment of the first event that it was making change happen but i think last year when uh and our, and our president um got elected on the mandate of wanting to make guernsey the happiest and healthiest country in the world by 2026 um um and you know, using the language, using the rhetoric that we'd kind of seeded it into the community, what oh, we're doing, we do, and we started to realize that, I mean, in many ways, he just like the first person who must have spoken out loud. They wanted to put a man on the moon. Um, we were kind of using that rhetoric and seeing if we could mischievously seed it into society and see does bold vision and community create action and outcome? Um, and I'm pretty comfortable that that it does. Um, and so so, every, so I, want,
0: I want to hold you for a second repeat that does creativity and seed action um, See, that was great
1: yeah um and does does having these events seed action um yes absolutely does does have bold vision um, inspire people to come together and solve seemingly impossible problems uh yeah I mean I think you know one of the one of the challenges I have for Ted is that it's not impacted in it focused enough um, you know um, and you know I said this as much I think TED events can be used as a real platform to make change happen in your community yeah uh, um, and I think it's an art form it's an art form seeding the right speaker at the right time mm-hmm. with the right people right, with mm-hmm. the right people in the room to make change happen. I mean, I happen to be in the right location as well because there's a country of 63,000 people that can make its own rules. Um, You know, it it, it helps that, you know, know, I only have to get two or three of the right people in the room um, to make a change happen. And, you know, two two or three of the right decision makers plus two or three of the right activists. And, you know, in two years time, that change will probably happen within the community And, and so I, I feel like I, I've got a bit of a gift in terms of where I get to curate and deliver um, TEDx, um, but also I have some of the other challenges. Like it's really expensive to run a run a TEDx on an island, and, and there aren't that many TEDsters in the local in
0: in in the local area. It's yeah, in, no in Crichton, kidding, right? So learning. have you um, so you did 2014, 2015, 2016, and now 2017 and you do one event a year have you tried salons or youth or women or anything like that
1: Uh, we tested a youth event last year which we tagged onto the main event and um, and we coached some young folks in our community to deliver an event and in some ways it was better than ours which was a little you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just a little challenging for the you game it was great to see a, a, a you know a few young change makers kind of really be given the freedom and platform to create a great event i think that was that was really good and i think hopefully this year we'll be doing um, uh we'll be giving rather than tagging their event onto ours we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully try and help them um, make it into an event of their own um, and we haven't tried any salons or anything like that. I mean, I'm part of a social movement, so I run other events, right? Um, right. Which which we kind of um, curate more targeted at specific specific issues within our community. And um, so it has it has, um, and to be honest, there's a lot more freedom. <laughs> there's sure. a lot more freedom to do that. Um, but TEDx is, you know, it's close to our heart, and it does deliver huge change, and and it does give us the opportunity to, to tell wide stories.
0: Um, so, what, what do you mean by wide stories?
1: Well, because you know, um, so if I look at the event on Friday kind of we the government uh, in our community have created this bold vision for the future called future guernsey and it covers every aspect of society from the economy to the quality of life to community to our place in the world and so we've taken a big overarching theme that happens to be the theme of our government agenda and we've basically curated to that mm. um, and that really influences All networks or communities in different ways, and uh, I think because you can curate really wide, uh, but around a build mission, you can get lots of different people into the room and and different networks and things like that. You know, we put as much effort into getting the audience uh, as wide as possible um, uh, from as many different groups and many different backgrounds as possible, because what you know what happens in the room where people that don't otherwise cross paths even the small community like ours you know in the conversations in the relationships this is where the magic happens this Mm. is where change happens Mm. in the community is you know a lawyer meets a nurse um and a tech guy and you know they come together and say why don't we solve this particular challenge of and, and it's amazing, you know, the, it is an incubator for action rather than just um, a place for discussing ideas. And, and we really, really focus hard on how do we how do we make as much action happen as possible?
0: I, I get that vibe from you and the other work that you do and listening to your show and what you write about. Um, you had a conversation with uh, Steve Garguillo. Uh, from J&J, who's all about action. And uh, I I am as well. So I, we have that in common. I think that was a theme at the TED Summit, which was, why don't we have more calls to action and more follow up on that? And and uh, I'm not sure where TED weighs in on that. Like, it, is, mm-hmm. is that the important bit? Um, or is it just getting the idea out there and then hoping things happen? And I think with us, it's you know, hope's not a strategy. How can we make things happen? And I think the way you've called yourself change makers and called your audience change makers, that you're, you're like making that happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty clear when I stand up and say, I don't do this for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do this because, you know, it's, a, it's an awful lot of work, um, in an awful lot of organization. Uh, we're not here to, you know, provide movie entertainment. We're here to make a difference in our community. And the reason why you're in this room is to go out and do something. Um, and, you know, we know who you are. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, uh, you know, I kind of expect you to make a difference. But I mean, I think it's all in all in the story that you tell, right? I mean, I, I am, you know, what, what I'm really careful about in curation is, you know, at the beginning of the day, people may arrive. Um, not the people who've been to several events, but say someone hadn't been to the event before, they would think, I'm curious because I heard about this. Um, I I believe in my current story of today, and then gradually over the series of 20 talks or whatever we have in a day, we'll gradually ramp up the possibility, but not in a step that was so big they couldn't realize. And we we literally focus on how do we fundamentally reprogram the minds of the people in the room. Mm. And then, you know, we focus on uh, almost bringing it back. So, you know, on Friday, the the, the, um, the last two talks are talks from speakers in our community that are making action happen and that are using our, what our community offers to make a difference and to change the world in some way. And so we, we're really careful on terms of how we curate the funnel, the exit path, um, of telling a story of infinite possibility of saying it's quite easy for us to do that in this community and ultimately if you can see the problem it's your your it's your duty as a community member to do something about it and that's very clear in the story of the day that we tell through 20 talks you know i i i feel like it's a it's a book that drives action in mm. and its 20 cha- 20 chapters um and they all thread together in some way and they all reinforce themes and they all reinforce this desire for action. Yet They all stand on their own as talks. Um, and, uh, I suppose that's, that's the way I've always kind of curated, um, um, events, but primarily it's cause we run TEDx to make a difference and, and make impact in the community. It's not just, a, you know, I see some, some of the events and, and, and they're just great, beautiful events with lots of interesting discussion and ideas. Um, I don't think we can afford to run an event like that in our know, community. <laughs> it has to make, it has to justify its existence with something more. I think. Um, Otherwise we wouldn't get the kind of financial backing that, that we need to to run it. Um,
0: you, so you said earlier, I mean, you're, it, that was the mission from the very beginning. And now going into your fourth one, you, you really have momentum in that regard. And so, you know, kudos to you on staying on, on brand, if you will, uh, for what, what, you know, what you're trying to do, like through all of your various efforts, uh, on the show, I like to talk about, um, superpowers because I think that, you know, we have to call on some kind of hidden strength to be able to do all the things that we do. I mean, even with the, all the teams and all the people that it takes to do it. Um, so I'm going to list off a few and tell me which one resonates most with you in terms of your superpower, organizing, collaborating producing, marketing, curating, or partnering?
1: Um, well, I mean, I think you need all of those. Um, no, you, you do
0: need I, them all. Yeah.
1: yeah um, I mean, I think my ability to curate and tell a story, um, and that's kind of the job that I have. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, that's, that, and, and, and use that story to fundamentally move and change people for good. Um, that That's my superpower.
0: It's it's I would have guessed that um, because what you said uh, earlier, I hadn't thought I hadn't heard this yet, that it's a 20 chapter book where each speaker is a chapter in and you're you know, you're the editor of that book. Right. So you're mm-hmm. thinking about the narrative arc of that book and how you start, how you finish, what the emotional stages are in between all of them. That, I mean, that's, to me, one of the funnest parts of this is after you've worked with all the speakers and you kind of know, you know, who the high points are, how, how that's all going to work. And how do you what did um, uh, Maya Angelou said? People won't remember what you said, but they'll remember how they felt when you said it. Mm-hmm. And so trying to craft an emotional arc as well. Uh, but mm. through a book, um that's the fun part how so let's stay on that for a second. How long ago or how quickly do you start to get a sense for how that book's gonna lay out?
1: yeah, I mean, almost this year, there was a long time where I didn't want to run another event um and because I didn't really have a story uh, I wanted to tell mm. um so three years we've done the how to make guns the best place to live on earth and I and I, and I didn't I, I felt like I wanted someone else to come and tell a different story and then then our government came up with this plan and and then I thought, okay, I've got another story to tell because this could be the community's vision of how that how it could contribute to a plan and and suddenly boom for me for me, the whole story comes really quickly when I know where I'm going
0: so, so what's um, the title of the book then this new book
1: to, uh, it's called future gesey um which it's all about making guernsey one of the happiest and healthiest countries in the world and and it's broken into you know four sections our economy our, our quality of life our community and our place in the world mm. um but it but in some ways it was a supreme active community mischief that, um, you know
0: <laughs> it's, it's, i'm, I'm you getting know. that mischievousness uh, from you the more <laughs> we too. talk
1: which hopefully we just, you know, put the event on roundabout. They're all discussing the ideas for how to, to take the plan forward. And each one of these ideas is more ambitious than the sort of thing that they would normally go for. Um, but it's all been implemented somewhere in the world. Um, so, you know, it's just about having the right speaker with the right idea right. at the right time right. and <laughs> the right, for, for the right place. And, and, you know, this is what's going on in my community right now. And, uh, and, and, and it's, and it's playful to, uh, to, to just provide a little more sauce to the dish.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I love, I love that. But, you know, after – so it, it was, you said you'd done it three times and you weren't sure we were going to do it again. So I, w- I won't dig into what it was that got you to do it the fourth time. But I'm interested in what the biggest surprise has been for you this year. In TEDx? Yeah.
1: Um, wow, that's a good question um this is kind of 3 days before you know what what always amazes me is uh with my network the speakers I invite, I invite over from all around the world um you know, and i'm good at getting really great people over to this you know beautiful island <laughs> to change the world mm. and um but what amazes me time after time and still surprises me and even you know coaching some of the speakers in the last few weeks is how the people in my community step up the ones that have to speak and 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 talk alongside some of the world's best um, and how never in in four events has any one of them looked out of place Um, and I suppose it's 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 that ability for people to step up to the world stage Um, sometimes with kind of have never spoken before or anything like that and I think um even though we know we do it and we have a good process for getting kind of anyone up to a level
0: right um
1: it still ast- astounds me to see a human being step up like that <laughs> and, and it, it's a it's a massive personal joy it's a surprise it's it's new every time um and I, I just love seeing it because it's it's someone kind of emerging into their mm, limitless mm, pot- mm. Limit, limitless potential and I suppose that's one of the reasons why i do what I do is to encourage that everyone,
0: I, I couldn't agree with you more we call it the road to the red circle and we we do a workshop once a year here in santa barbara for people who are you know want to do that and like what does that really mean and it's so interesting to watch uh both the what we call the reluctant speaker you know they've got that great idea <laughs> and they're like and they have no desire at all to be on the Ted stage, which makes me want to have them even more. Uh, as you know, listener, he's shaking his head up and down because he completely gets that. Uh, and they're like, No, my idea is not good enough. Or I mean, there's all of that stuff. You've heard you've heard all of that. You know, you've done now 80 talks. So, and you you build relationships with those people uh to, to help them go through that. So, you know, this is a great story of how uh the ideas really did make have are making a difference continue to make a difference in fact the government has stepped up and and now it feels like you have a great partnership with them but somewhere in here i i feel like there's a dragon there's some kind of dragon buried underneath all this gold what's the dragon for you guys in achieving this goal
1: yeah i think um you know the truth in terms of what's the hardest part of it is the you know the sacrifice um in terms of you know I, I'm a full-time community activist social activist I sell you know sold my house to do what I do um you know I wanted to create a place where my kids could grow up happy and healthy and you know I I, I basically like a uh, you know like at the roulette table put everything I had into put everything I had into making that happen not only for my kids but but for um but for everyone else's kids in my community as well. And, you know, the dragon is, is that can be terrifying Mm -hmm, (laughs) some, mm -hmm. some, some days because, you know, I, I operate with, with an amazing safety net of my community and my family and things like that. But ultimately, you know, in in the rhetoric of society, which is, you know, get a good job, pay your mortgage off, do all this, this kind of stuff. You know, I've got a one-year-old and a and a six-year-old and um i'm doing the opposite uh i I do what i feel is right for my for my young family and my kids which is you know to solve things like mental health and um disease and uh, which my community is more than capable of solving and to change education to, to to create social equality to do these things that i can say to my to my children that that you know um, we did this this is how you lead mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. even when it gets tough when you know when uh, when I, when I see my bank account this week <laughs> um, and you know and uh, not sure where where it's gonna come from in the next few months and uh you know that that's the dragon really uh, but i i I do it all again
0: <laughs> you, you you are doing it and that's the it's, i mean I think that's the that's one of the threads that binds us all together as a community of organizers, you know, having mm-hmm. just come back from TED Fest and seeing you've got 20 or 30 things in common with everybody in the room. And this is clearly one of the big ones. We, we don't get paid to do this. Um, and mm-hmm. so... You have to find the deeper meaning and the deeper resolve to go on and work hard and and communicate that to a you know to an external team, your close team, and then and, and rings that go out and out and out further and further of why is this important and it it feels to me like you've done a really good job of communicating that and everybody gets that and as a result everybody's on board um, so you know there it, it feels like it. Is there is there yeah, a I mean, group you still need to get on board?
1: Oh yeah, I mean I, I live in a democracy, right? <laughs> <laughs> a, 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 a microcosm. So you know we have our we have our sections of society like every other every other community, um, and you know what? And um, we we have our kind of Trump esque people. We have our, um, our young, old, disengaged you know engaged clever not so clever you know um we have a full spectrum and um, Mm. and it's a bell curve you start with a few kind of mad crazy people at the beginning we always play Derek Sivers talk at the end because um on how to start a movement because it genuinely was two people wasn't that great it's my we play it every time because it it really signifies how we go about things and you know we're in that stage where we've got traction so uh, more people are coming over to you know the people who are having a ball making a difference but have we convinced everyone in our community yeah absolutely not um do do uh, are we much more mainstream than we were in the beginning yes um do people think we're still mad um and um there's no way we could be the best place to live on earth in three years time um there's no way we can like be the first country in the world that goes through has a life expectancy of 100 that solves mental health that, that all these kind of big things that we challenge our community to solve yeah I, I you know I, I think I wouldn't be trying hard enough if everyone believed what <laughs> if everyone believed what we we believe right yeah, now yeah. and uh, the, the important thing is I mean I suppose you know we use a lot of Apollo program type rhetoric and things like that there must have been I, I wasn't alive at the time but there must have been a lot of people who didn't believe during a lot of that. Process and only at the end do, does everyone come along. And yeah, start right. The to, bandwagon, right? Yeah, so um, I, I'm comfortable with that dynamic. Kind of, we design what we do. Um, you know, like Apple. You know, was a renegade brand right in the beginning. Yeah, um, spoke to a few people, and now you know, most people have, have got it. It's become mainstream. I think we we we're applying the same bell curve to to the kind of movement that we want to create in this community.
0: What advice would you give to um, to someone who's considering doing a TEDx, or maybe someone who's done one and now they're listening to the show and they're listening to, you know, guys like yourself who who've done that and have a, a super clear vision? What advice would you give those those early TEDxers?
1: Yeah, I think you've got to get in touch with your why, you know, and this, this happens to all our social change people within the community that we coach and everything like that i mean um what would you fail for you know what what is so important to you deep down and deep within your soul that you'll walk through you'll fail a hundred times for you know i'm doing something um that i will fail a lot for uh you know you know i built business before and i've done um a lot of things but never have i ever felt that no matter what, no matter what's said, no matter what happens, that I will still get up the next day and 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 keep going. Um, and and you you need that. I think you're going to build something of a long time if you want to explore it as a project and do it as a one off thing. And I think great, wonderful, great experience. Um, every you know that's a different motivation. It becomes an art yeah. project type type thinking. And I think a lot of people do TEDx and get a lot from it. But if you're wanting to, to create a, a regular event that has a long-lasting impact in your community, you've got to you've got to have this vision for what your community wants to be, and you've got to look your kids in the eye and, and and see what you're doing this for, and um, and and I think then you can keep going and get up. And, and also, you've really got to put put a team of people around you, or, or another person, or, or or someone else that deep down has the same motivation because I mean, what can happen is people find their interesting things and they can drift off. I mean, if we think about the original six that, um, that happened at our first TEDx event, um, you know, four of them are spun off to do their own social impact work and, and things within the community. And um, um, one of them had kids, um, two went off to create this amazing thing and ended up being speakers the next year because they've created this amazing thing. And, and then one of them was went off to um, college and, And did stuff so we all kind of split up but it was the original two with the original conversation with the original motivation that kept going year on year and bringing different people in and seeding them off to do new things in the community but 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 you know year after year it's the same two people with the same mission the same drive that keep going um and so it's really important that you 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 have that inside of you and you and you work with people that have that same drive and in in the same direction otherwise i think you know over time it'll fall apart
0: that's that brand continuity brand consistency right and having a long term mm-hmm. vision and and knowing that you're building a premium brand over a long time and, mm-hmm. and having consistency with that and so I, I couldn't agree with you anymore w- what are you looking forward to the most on friday close your eyes and at the end of the event like oh my god i can't believe that happened
1: yeah um i, I look we we have this 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 phrase called snappers uh, we try to so snap snapers so jock and i talk about it um and we see it at all the events that we create that that moment where someone's eyes go where they suddenly get in touch with their their possibility um and we see it at every event um, it's like this amazing surge of energy that comes through an individual when they realize yes i'm going to do something and it's me um and we'll you know we're we we would think that one event if we create four or five of those people in one event that's success to us um because we know that that four or five people in a community our size um completely motivated to build something new or or to take something to another level is what we need um and we we know we can we can tell we've done it so many times now that that when someone's eyes goes you know like a you know, like a dog can go slightly crazy in the eyes at times and, and things like that. They're oh, here, yeah. but they're not here. Oh, yeah. They're here, they're not here. Well, humans can do that as well, oh, yeah. um, especially at our events. Uh, and uh, we, we really focus on trying to create as many of those um, as possible because we know that they build the future. Um, and if we can create that moment where people decide to build the future, that, that's success to us. And that, that to me, if, if we create a few of those on Friday, I'll be a very happy man.
0: There is um – after our second uh, it was I believe it was our second one uh, we had a psychologist speak and afterwards he came up and said thank you and uh, was uh, phenomenally complimentary but I said specifically because I really trust you he says what was it that make, is making you feel this way and he says because what happened was everything came together for us to be bigger than we are normally alone mm-hmm. right. And it's, it's all of that. And then to your point, the snappers are the ones that go boom. I, I had one guy come up to me from that of, uh, the next year. And he said, Mark, I, I don't know that I ever told you, but after TEDx Santa Barbara, we went off and had an offsite for three days just to process what we heard. And we fundamentally changed how we thought about our business as a result. I was just like, oh, my gosh. I mean, that yes. Perfect. Thank you. That I we don't hear enough of those stories, right?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, luckily I do because because um, we live in a small place, right? Mm. Uh, but I, I still I still you know every week goes by where I'll hear randomly another story um, by someone who made a different decision because of one of the events that that we had, and it can be a small thing, it can be a big thing. It can um, it really impacts so many people in 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 different ways um, and? You know it's easy jock and i both kind of cite self as in this respect we kind of sometimes block out the impact that we make um and uh you know i think it's really important and we, we we try to work very hard at this is to to really receive um to receive your own individual capacity to transform a life um and for a long time i kind of ignored it and dismissed it but it gets it gets harder. <laughs> to do that the better you get um and, and for me it's just an extraordinary extraordinary gift to be able to create something and do something that changes lives and and and, and, and at the level that we do it now and uh um i think back to my old life and uh i, I, under, I, I kind of asked the question what on earth was i doing
0: <laughs> well you're you're young enough to have gotten gotten your path straightened out if oh. i were to um, have a, a magical red carpet, of course it would be a red carpet, uh, the flying carpet, and I could transport you to any TEDx in the world. Where would you love to take your family?
1: Oh, um, because I haven't taken them yet. Um, uh, probably uh, TEDx Black Rock City, uh, which is the, uh, the the TEDx at Burning Man. Yep. Um I take a lot of inspiration. Burning Man Interesting is the same population as my country. Um and for those that don't know it, there really is a kind of an interesting vision of the future there. Oh, yeah, uh, um and uh I've been there twice myself, but I haven't taken my family yet and I'd love to take them to Black Rock City to give them uh a slight opening into into
0: a, a parallel those, universe. Oh,
1: A parallel universe, but also realizing that if you give people freedom um, and you trust people and you allow them to create uh, much, much in the way many people do with TEDx, uh, they can create something far greater than themselves. Uh, And uh, I think a TEDx within that environment is a really interesting place to take my family.
0: That's uh, uh, a we're going to get the red carpet all queued up for you to go do that. (laughs) Um, we'll We'll save four seats. Um, the show's called hacking the red circle because, um, I, I like the idea of, I think you said earlier, there were a lot of, uh, constraints around TEDx that we commonly we call them lovingly call them guidelines. Uh, right. It's <laughs> you
1: know, not the word I use.
0: <laughs> but, we, but we, you know, we play within the lanes. Right. And, yeah, um, yeah. and for, for all the, all the right reasons. And we have to do it on, you know, limited budgets and, and we're inspired by production values and all kinds of other things that we see. And so we have to we have to hack stuff. We've got to figure out how to do it. What's what's your best hack? Um,
1: for TEDx, uh, I think it's uh, for me, it's around because because we've really focused on what's the least you can do to make the biggest difference in my community. um, I really, I'm asking that question around everything that we spend, everything that we do is, does this make impact? Um, What change will it drive? Um, And then that really helps us remove a lot of the fluff um, that can build. um, you, You, you could you can turn TEDx into an amazing spectacle like it's really complicated sure. that, that, that 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 does all this and then you're saying well actually what is this delivering for my what action is this creating for my community and I've kind of threaded this through the whole of this conversation but it saves a lot of time and a lot of money if you're just focusing on outcomes uh, and but also can get you to spend more money in in the right areas Um because you know that this particular speaker from this other part of the world will literally save lives in your community. You understand that it's that it's that it's right sometimes to to spend that kind of money to bring someone from the other side of the earth to to, to do a talk, tell a story, because it's going to make a difference. Um, and I think having impact at the core is the greatest time saver, cost saver, impact maker that 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 you can ever do as a as as a TEDx organizer and curator.
0: This has been a great conversation. Um, I you're in very inspiring to me, um, and I'm a 20, 20 year TEDster, and you know going into our sixth event, and I've completely rebooted and upended everything as a result of the conversations I've had on the show, and you have just re, you know, reiterated to me that that bigger purpose and vision and mission and. Uh, You know, at the core of this is uh, the idea, in your case, it's the idea, why are we doing that? And I I love how you ended it up. Does this, and I I wrote, does this decision, does this thing, does this whatever make an impact? And that could be, does this lanyard, having our logo on it, make an impact? Does this pen that we're going to give people, right?
1: We don't, we don't have either of those.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, exactly.
1: <laughs> as a, as an ex-
0: right. As an example. No, yeah. no, I mean, that's, so, that's exactly to the point, right? Which yeah. is like, um, there was a big gift bag discussion at TED Fest, you know, do we do a gift bag? Do we not? You know, and there's all these things. It's like, what, how does it serve the end goal? And when you're real clear on the end goal, it's easy to make decisions up and down the food chain of your team, right? Because they won't even bring things to the table because they've already passed it through that filter.
1: So, just to give you an example of how little we need to communicate because of that. You know, last year, as a group, we never met once, um, and and this year we've only met once.
0: So, what communication so, tool do you use online? Um, do you meet? Is all online?
1: Yeah. So, like, people just know what they got to do and we kind of meet at the finish and there's kind of, you know, we'll go, a couple of us will go for a run together or a coffee together. And uh, But everyone knows their jobs and knows what they can do. And we trust, we trust each other to get that bit done. Um, and people take on, on a lot of responsibility for a big area of the event, but because we strip it down to, to delivering a, a great experience uh, that's focused on driving impact and that everybody is kind of experts in their field that are trusted by the others and we know what the job is we don't really need to meet um and you know we email and we use google docs and uh, and stuff like that where we've got to pull it all together and but essentially the need for you know 10 people to get around the table to kind of agree everything is not something that that you need <laughs> to do to do well we we won't, we won't be able to deliver what we deliver in the time and the cost that we deliver it if if we had to meet um, because you can spend three weeks trying to get everyone in a room, um,
0: yeah, no you kidding, know. You know, no uh, kidding, no,
1: no kidding. <laughs> and we're like, let's do it without that. I,
0: um, I would Claire like. I, I'd I'd like to put an open invitation out um, to you to invite someone from the government, a part one of your partners, to be on the show to have the outsiders' view looking from Mm -hmm. the outside in someone who's close to the ecosystem um, that would be good. Think about who that might be. Um, One of the things I've found with the show is that I'm, I'm talking to people that are one or two rings out. Um, So I'm talking to speakers and I'm just like other people, like would be very interesting because I think that the show then provides um, uh, ideas and, and value to other people thinking, huh, I had never thought of maybe going to the local uh, uh, government or officials or getting the community even more involved. I mean, to your point, right, of mm-hmm. making massive change. So if someone on Friday, so you see, oh, boy, this person going be great for Mark's show. Please introduce us.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, I'll see because we've got quite a lot of government coming this time. It helps when you name the show after their document. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll see if uh, one or two of them want to come and, um, share, a, share a conversation with you after the event. I think it, it'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be good feedback for us as well, because, um,
0: yeah, you know, we'll, we'll get we'll a much taste.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. i to see whether they want to be on tape. But that's, that's uh, you know, there's, there's quite a lot of fear within government in general. But, but yeah, I'll, I'll have a go. I'll, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll, I'll take you up on that challenge and see what I can, uh, what I can produce. Because I mean, it's, it, it's interesting about how uh, a community group can make a difference. Um, yeah.
0: Well, I, I'm convinced, and uh, all the best uh, to you on the show. I, you're gonna, you guys will be, you'll be rocking it. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, hearing back on how great it is and looking at those videos. And I know our users will they will look in the show notes and we'll have click throughs to uh, everything that you've done in your show. Mark, thanks so much for joining us on Hacking the Red Circle.
1: Thanks, Mark. And thank you, everyone, for listening.
0: Thanks for listening to Hacking the Red Circle. Have an idea for a guest for the show? Or would you like to tell us your TEDx story? just drop me a note in an email to mark at hacking Please be sure to rate, write and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast makes a huge difference and share the show with your team. As we seek to grow our audience around the world until next time, this is Mark Sylvester, your host for hacking the red circle.